Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For more information about VidFriends, visit us at www.vidfriends.org. You can also call us at 844-374-3639. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. For today's show, I have the honor and privilege of having Aaron Woody today. So welcome, Mr. Woody. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Mark. Can yourself? Yeah, I'm doing well. I can't complain. Um, allergies are not bothering me. We had a little rain today. You know, we can always yeah. use the rain, you know. So I'm right, good. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you know, this is our uh, my podcast through VitFriends, and we're going to talk a little bit about vitiligo and a few other topics. So let's let's jump right into it. I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners, tell them where you're from, and maybe a little bit about, about your life, and then jump right into when you develop vitiligo. Excellent, excellent. Yes, hi, I'm Aaron Woody. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I live in Atlanta, Georgia currently right now. I've been here since 2014. Um, I did almost 15 years military. Um, um, I have 11 kids, 21 grandchildren. When I had, um, I thought I was like 47, and I noticed a scratch on my hand. I paid it no attention. But then the white never filled in. And then I, I, I still paid it no attention. You know, I've never seen nothing like it, so why would I take attention? You know what I mean? Right. And then I started getting um, blotches on my hands. Well, I owned a very successful cleaning company. And in that cleaning company, I'm thinking, okay, I must have got chemicals on me. So I went to the VA and I told, I said, hey, you know, showed my hands. The doctor says, oh, Al, that's, that's Vitiligo. So as he proceeds to walk out the door, I said, oh, excuse me, you want to give me an ointment or something, you know, to get rid of this, you know? And he's like, uh, oh, no, son, I'm sorry. It's never going away. Matter of fact, most likely, It'll spread all over your body, but it'll probably take about 30 years. Right. Now, I'm 47 at the time. I would say 16 months later, it was completely gone. Wow. My, my, my color was gone. Um, and that is where I ran through the computer. You know, back then, I mean, the internet just popped up real right. big time. So I'm jumping on the internet. I'm like, well, I'm going to find me a cure. You know, what they talking about. And I'm, I'm typing in, I looked up a Lego, and I kept seeing all these sad stories, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. I'm like, okay, that's not what I want to be on. And I went to a dermatologist in India, and he says, well, how long did you have it? I told him, how long? How old are you? I told him, how old was he? He goes, ah, just live your life. I'm like, that's Absolutely. not good. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. No, I'm looking for a cure. So I'm saying, I dyed my hair. To match the skin, because I forget. I mean, I mean, I've joined the motorcycle club. I mean, like I, when I'm telling you, I went through mental <laughs> midlife crisis. Right, right. I went through it. Uh, so what I did. I just enhanced my cleaning company, so I didn't have to go out during the day. Okay. I did not want to be seen. Right. Uh, going to a convenience store was not convenient for me. Right. You know, I saw a monster. So in my mind, they saw a monster. Right. Absolutely. You know, and that really, I questioned God. Like, all oh, these people. First, she made me black in America. I, I mean, you know, I'm not saying it was a bad thing, but I'm like, okay, I could deal with that. Right. You know what I mean? Because I've seen other people deal with it. I've seen other black people deal with being black in America. But this, I knew nobody with a Lego. I've right. never heard of it. So, hey, I couldn't spell it for three years. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> a lot of people still can't spell it, just to be honest, or pronounce it. Thank you, know? you for spell check. That's what I can tell you. And uh, my wife at the time was dealing with the chronic illness. So uh, every time I try to complain and go into the me, the victim, she'd just be like, really? Right. Really? You're skinned? And my brother was dealing with a chronic illness. And every time I go complain, he'd be like, I'll take that over this any time, you know. Right. So I've decided, okay, they're going to look. And I mean, they looked. So I had to put myself to the test. 
Chuck E. Cheese mm. on a Saturday, first <laughs> of the month, urban. <laughs> okay. Everybody's there. Everybody. Uh, and it was urban, which means it was, you know, yeah, our right. people. Right. You know, but he's, you know, no, no, um, how should I say it? No breaker box in the voice. It's just no filter. <laughs> right. So I, and I knew I had to go there. So I went in, and I mean, when I'm telling you, you thought E.F. Hutton came in there? Because it was really blotchy then, you know. Right. The whole place almost stopped. And kids, you know, kids, they're going to ask. So I just, I put all the kids in. And it, I don't know what I was going to say, Mark. I had no idea. And I said, listen, I'm a mutant. I'm a superhero. <laughs> so, of course, what was your special powers? <laughs> Absolutely. That magical skin I talked about. I said, you know? <laughs> my powers are I'm able to have people look at me and I'm able to talk to anybody I want to talk to right. and become friends. And the kids like, oh, okay. And they went about their business. And right. that's when you hit me. It's how I see it. Right. So I I went to the gym, which I was always in the gym, but then I mean I went to the gym. Right. right. And I figured if they're gonna look, I'm gonna give them something to, to see. And all I could tell you is, like I told my kids, um, I've created Swagalicious. Right, right. Now wherever I go, people look and I love it. I mean, when I'm telling you I love it, I love it. I love because I tell people with Vallejo is you have an optic nerve, you know, your eyeball, you and it'll see something. But your eyes not registering it. Your brain of the past is registering it. So it sends it back to the brain. If the brain is normally see a tree or a car on the highway, it's normal. Right. But if you see an elephant coming down the highway, a giraffe bowling. You know, it, it really stops you and you stare. There's no ignorance involved. Right. People are not, I told people from Vallejo, they are, it's so rare you stare, which I believe, Alicia, but I've heard comments that there are people are rude. No, they're not. We look different. We look different, yeah. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's, when I, when I mean different, I, don't, I mean different to the optic nerve. Um, uh, a black man at Ku Klux Klan meeting, a uh, white guy at Black Panther meeting. I mean, right human but the setting is different so it's not about educating more so people on it by telling them what it is i i, I totally am not in agreement with that and i know i sound fit but i got it at 47 i got it as a grown man i didn't get it as a kid or a teenager and i didn't get it just where i can hide it i got it, it, got it. Right. at That's almost nice. 50 years old and when most men my age was going through you know personal stamina uh, uh, hair loss, uh, ailments, and blood pressure, I, which I was ready for because I heard older people talk about that. So, you know, as you grow older, you say, okay, this is going to go, this is going to go. I didn't know the skin was going to go. Right, right. I literally, and this is the truth for me, and I think it's true for everybody, but I ain't getting to it. As far as being African American male, mm -hmm. it's different for us with right. the Lego, okay? Because we're, when we say something, it's, it's perceived as aggressive. Right. You know, if we say, hey, you need to involve us. You know, right. it seems like, oh, you guys, you guys want to just not be different. Uh, and that's why Perry really came up, because Perry went to uh, the Villego uh, Barn, and it was females, and he couldn't get them to understand. And that's when, you know, we got together, and he, I was with him when he hatched men of Vallejo man of action, man of action, right. man of Vallejo. I can't remember the phrase. Man of action, you're right, you're right, right. And so we used to go on tour, but what I understood was I wasn't on the team anymore. Mm. The black guy team, you know, when you right. walk down the street, see, because I really look white. So right. when I'm walking down the street in the hood, or whatever, and I say, "What's up?" I get the cool white boy. What's up? Right, and, right, right. I, I don't get the. <laughs> And that's when, and one day I was in the car. This is funny. I'm jamming. So these black girls roll up beside me. Well, I'm like, okay. And I was like, go, white boy. Go, white boy. Oh, and at first man. I was like, I was like, well, you know what? If I'm dancing good as a white boy, I mean, like, white boy, because if they follow him black in the way I'm moving, they're going to be like, man, he can't got no rhythm. Right. I'll take that one. But, <laughs> But that's where I understood that people see 
and they only going on their history of what they see. Right, absolutely. It's absolutely. never personal. It's like, oh, look at Mark's hands. Or, you know, it's it's Mark looking in the mirror. Or Mark looking at his legs saying, I'm not going to wear shorts. Right. Or Aaron's not going to wear We're saying that. We're, we are the ones. People of Lego, we're the ones. And and parents with children, I, I tell them, be proudful with your child for what he is. And he'll be outside and be proudful. Tell him, you remember the young gentleman, it was he'd walk around like this. Right, right. You know, and like this, and I told, I pulled the parents to the side. I said, "You have to stop that because what do you mean? He's getting that energy from you guys, right? Because you're like, oh, it's okay, Joey. They're just you're just different. No, no. I told him I had because I had to look in the mirror and make me be proud of me. Absolutely. And when I was proud of me, now people look at me as my brother once told me. He said, "You know what's so crazy about your Lego? Well, I said, "Well, he says." You make people wish they had it, like they're missing something, because you're so swag. Or you know, you walk, right, talk, right. you you put it out there. You go into schools, you do things, and that's one thing I had got from Perry, right? Because Perry, he attacked it, like he would go to all these events that I would even dare go to, right? And he's always in the keys, photo bomb around some. I'm like, wow, he really don't. You know what I mean? And then that's when I started understanding that get in front of it, you know what I mean? I, I had my own videos. I don't know if you saw them on um, Taking Back Your Happiness. Right, um, right. You know, and I told myself, I said, you're doing it again. You're trying to heal everybody else's problems so you don't look at yourself. Absolutely. You're trying to be a motivational speaker so you don't have because I'm going to help Mark with his problem. I'm a life coach. I'm going to help people with your problem. That means I don't have to look at my own. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking of the Lego. That's the only problem I had to worry about. But here I have relationship problems. We got all types of problems, man. <laughs> Look, in the grand scheme of things, if we really sat down and wrote down all of our problems, Vitiligo would be last. Yeah. We got so many things that are more important and sometimes more detrimental than vitiligo, you know. Way more. And we but we focus on our skin because, you know, I, I think to a certain extent we're prideful about our skin. And it's okay yeah. to be to be, be prideful, but just know that some of us deal with other things, other ailments. Like for me, my allergies are more serious than my vitiligo. I say right. if I walk outside and can't breathe, then what? Yeah, that's, right. Matter, you know? that's right. That's right. So we're not gonna say it, go Lego man down. They're gonna be like, man down. Right, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but I I wanted to uh also say that we're we're still human. Right. People go Lego and we're all not gonna get along just because we got little Lego. That, that like is people, so true. <laughs> people take along, black people get along, all white people get along. No, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't have, and you know, and that's the truth, though. And we don't have to, you know. No. We we come with different personalities, and we click with some people, and some people instantly, I don't like that person. Yeah, you only have to know them, but that's just how it is. And it is the same thing in our community. You know, there are some people we are going to get along with. There's some people that we are not going to like. There are some people we can work with, and there's some people we can't work with. You know, for whatever right. reasons, it's it's the human factor. You know. And we forget that sometimes, you know, like me and Perry, we always have this thing because people will say, because, you know, when I got my glasses on and his beard was shaved, did we look like even my son who was three sees Perry's <laughs> older pictures and say, that's you, dad. I'm like, no, that's my friend. No, that's you. I mean, he tilted, he argues me down because very rare did we hit the, but of course, three months later, we don't look alike. Right, right. Because, you know, his skin shades here and my skin shade there. Right. And I, I tell people that I almost got so prideful with my Vallejo. I didn't really want another Vallejo person around because I, <laughs> for, for your attention. I, I was getting all the attention, you know. What I mean? <laughs> you know, and and the summit, um, not to go to just think, it was the most first time I've ever been around that many people. My me too. Yeah, Vallejo. First time. Yeah, um, but but I love. Uh, I still think we were hidden. Right, right. I, I, I do. I, this is my personal opinion. Uh, and hopefully next year we can make sure that the reason why we come together is to be out. To, to excellent. Absolutely. And, and to, to be in the sense. community yeah. and not yeah. feel uh, minority. 
because you know we being well, I'm just speaking for the African American, we're the minority around any major regular cultural social event. You know what I mean? Right. And I when I saw, it, I was like, okay, yes, this was beautiful, but we were so scattered. I said, okay, we're gonna get that good next time. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, yeah, we, next we, time we're we gonna get it. We're gonna, we're gonna get it because it, it's trial and error. Now, I'm gonna say it. this I am thankful we didn't do anything outdoors, it was too cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was freezing. That, that was, was very cold. unexpected, right? It was how, it was. how you guys hit that on the nail. I'll never know because me personally, Atlanta, March, man, that's outside all day Beautiful long. Beautiful weather, right? Right, but no, this it time, was 70 degrees all the way until that day. <laughs> that day was 30, went from what 70 to. 28, yeah. 30 degrees, a little bit of snow. <laughs> that that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. But but you know what? It'll be a day we always remember. We'll go back and say, man, memory was so cold. And it, we had to summit. But but you said something real quick that I thought was important. We have to stop hiding. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and that's what I believe. Because I used to do that. You know, my vitiligo started, I wouldn't wear shorts, you know, I always wore long sleeves to cover my hands and my arms. My face, well, I think because you, but, uh, you just wanted to be normal because right, we, because right. we, we, you know, we, we, we loved and over and overthought what normality was, and we were ungrateful for it until we lost it. I didn't yeah. realize when it first happened. Like I don't want nobody looking at me, and I mean, kids would get up and turn around in the booth, and and or, or girls, and 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 yeah, we we want normalcy in our lives. And, 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 realize it. and you know what? And in order for people to see us as normal, we need to do normal things. You know, I always say that. Right. Go go out to eat. Go go to the movies. Go to a festival, you know, if it's safe to do it because of COVID and all that stuff. Right, but right. go to those things that are available and and be be you, be yourself. That's right. If you're naturally a loud person, be loud. If you're quiet, yes. I get it. You know, if you're a person like to sing, be somewhere that you can sing. Just do do you and i think as we continue to do that people will be more accepting they'll just yeah. say, oh that's 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 mark not yeah, that's yeah. the guy with vitiligo that's mark you know and, and that's what i think that's what we need to do is just really push ourselves to be who we are and not lisa focus nichols, so much on the skin yeah lisa nichols the speaker she said you have to teach people how to know you by how you act like you know you absolutely Absolutely. You know, you have to be, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm 59 with a three-year-old. I mean, I ain't see that coming. Right. <laughs> we had a conversation this about right here became so obsolete. <laughs> right. And, and, and I had to adjust. Right. But I thank the Lego. I thank having it because I've achieved psychological things and even relationship things i've achieved because i'm able to think a little more now mm -hmm. i think past the normacy because that we're not we're just this is who we are right. you know i mean i think past it now as far as creating companies and working out or or talking with you i mean when you were mc on a stage when you didn't see that coming when you were 19 years old not at all and, do, and you did an excellent job, like, like right. almost like, well, he must be the TV personality guy because <laughs> you sounded better than the TV person guy we had. <laughs> you yes. were off, yeah. And then when it was when it was a gap, I said, let me see how he handles this gap. And you, you handled the gap. You know what I mean? Through some poems that you kept everybody. Got, and that's what I'm saying. It brings out things of uh, in us that right. we didn't write on a bucket list 25, 30 years ago. Absolutely. You know the things that we can do. Um, I'm a prideful person. You know, as I told you, you know, in my mind, I was going to be on on in the chairs. Right. So, with Vallejo, it made me actually say, "This is where God wants you at." To sit back and take a look, because I do a lot of that now. When things happen in my life, I say, "Okay," because I look at my color. This is where God wants you to be, because it puts you in this position to talk to these kids. Do this. So God says, "Sit, sit your butt in the <laughs> Join us and let others who don't normally talk about what's going on with them. When you did the, uh, the um, uh, when you heard anybody talking. Going into the audience, yeah. yeah. Right. That, that was the reason why I didn't is because this is what I do. 
Right. I, I have no problem. I'll talk to a car, bug, ice cream. That's just who I am. You put me 500 people, no problem. But the people that got up, they never had that opportunity. Right, absolutely. And I didn't want to block that because that would have been prideful. And, hey, you know, Sydney, he didn't normally talk. A couple girls didn't right. normally talk. Uh, Alabama, beauty, beauty queen, right. you know, beauty queen. You know, these people got to get something. Alicia, you know, they, got, they got to do something. And I told myself, I said, this is what you needed to see. See the people who don't normally get to speak, you know what I mean? And have people totally understand right. what they're going through. They never got to share. Oh, this is Facebook. You could do Facebook, but this was right. live. And Facebook is easy, yeah, because you oh, can put it out yeah. there and, and turn it off and go back to sleep or whatever you want right, to do. But right. this, you you said, this is live. <laughs> this yeah. is in front of an audience, right. And they got to do that, and I thought that that was, um, I mean, you, Terrell, Coach, uh, you know, ben, Perry. Yeah, uh, Perry. Bro, I can't forget Ben. Yeah, and ben, of course, ben. ben. Ben just reminds me as the nice guy on the block. Like, don't worry, he's going to, he's such a good guy. Because right. we all, like you say, we all have different characters. Right, you know, right. Perry's like the mayor of Atlanta, you know what I mean? He know he can make a phone call and get Absolutely. TV cameras. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he even said it one day when he said, I'm going to get the Lego Day, something in Atlanta. And we were riding one day. I said, well, knowing you, you will. And that was like three years ago. Right. And COVID didn't bother us. Where everybody else went, oh, my God, I'm secluded. We was like, oh, we've been through that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were out playing and stuff, we didn't feel like being looked at. We stayed in the house. Right. They right. weren't used to that. So, you know, as... You were saying though, people with the Lego, they they got then they start coming out hiding themselves right. because they could put on their mask. What happens when the mask came off? Or you still gonna go outside as much? Absolutely. That that was a good point. And, and you know, and it's one of those things you look at the the summit itself. Um, everybody, like you say, everybody played a role. Everybody had a strong suit, and we put people where they fit. Um, for instance, like you said, Perry's good about, hey, we're going to make this happen. I'm going to talk to this person. Terrell's the yeah. same way. You know, they, they can talk to anybody and they're the go-getters. But like Terrell said, he said he doesn't like public speaking. Right. Um, yeah, he put it together. Yeah. But yeah, I put it together, finance, put it together on paper. Absolutely. But you go ahead on. I'm going to get an MC. Right. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, like, and it's, it's like the piano keys. Every right. key is not the same. And that's how it make that's how we make it work. Like I told Ben before it happened, I was a little nervous too because I, I like to make sure everything runs smoothly. Although with the expectations that there are going to be bumps in the road, right? You know, and, and, and that's why I was able to pivot when something happens. You know, as long as I have my paper and pen, okay, this is what's going to happen now. This is next, boom. And nobody has to know that you know this issue came up or right. you know we had extra time or anything like that. You know, we just keep it going. But I did, I, I told Ben uh, a few days before that, I said, Ben, I got you. Don't worry. You know, I said, let me handle it and um, we'll see how things go. But I'm telling you, the night before, I had no rest. That <laughs> I made... played, man, that, that, that summit played in my head over and over and over. Even at the game, I'm sitting there watching a basketball game, but I'm, I'm, re I'm going over the format. Right, right, like, right. I can't relax, you know. So... Uh, but but you know I I just I think for me I wanted to do such a good job that well, I didn't look, look how rare it is I mean getting those folks together that's a rare thing you don't want to I don't, say, you don't right. want to think you'll mess it up because we don't know how many times this is going to happen you right. know throughout history yeah you know, yeah I, I could totally understand that that's um but it's repetitious now. Right, right, yeah. Oh, now now that you did it, it, oh, it's on the cracking. Now you're looking around. Anybody needs somebody to come talk? <laughs> Absolutely, and, and and that's what yeah. I told somebody before. I said, you know, I've done public speaking before. You know, I've I've been president of organizations where I've had to speak for the school when I worked in the school system. Right. I said, so I'm used to it. However, we tend to look at sometimes the people who who have you know the little bags in the air or hey, look at me, look at me, I'm the one, but. Look at the person. They they may be quiet over there, but that's your man right there. That's your woman. That's your speaker. You know. That's right. Um, but but I do want to say this real quick about the community itself, and this is the overall Vitiligo community. We have to start looking at each other as individuals with individual talents. 
Right. Um, Because we forget that we have singers and we have musicians, we have writers and, you know, we have business people and, you know, like I say, public speakers and you name it. We have all all these different types of people within our community. But I feel the only people that get to shine in our community are those that model. And I'm not taking that away from anybody who enjoys modeling. I get it. Right, 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 right. Because I think the public so fascinated with our skin now, they want people to see it. Well, now, now, we, now we're used to the giraffe bowler now, you know. Right, Even right. The giraffe with the ball now is not a big thing anymore. Right. So, and, and I, I want people to look deeper. Like, that's, how I, that's what I was saying in one of my poems. I'm more than just my skin. I'm so much more than that. You know, you have to dig deeper inside to find out who Mark is. You know, there are so many things I enjoy doing. Um, and, and I feel it's the same with our community. But in order to get that, I think, get to that next level, these organizations and corporations are looking for the next beauty queen or beauty king, you know, and that's what they look for. Oh, oh their skin. Oh, it's unique. Let's get them. But also make sure you're talking to that person as they have a brain. They have, you know, goals and dreams beyond just modeling. Right, right. Yeah, and, and that's what athletes go through. Um, they don't, you see them as a quarterback, but you don't know them as a person. Absolutely. So, you know, um, my point, I remember when I was, help, I was, a, I was su- superintendent for the post-construction clean for the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right. So my guys are cleaning, and, and this guy just kept looking at me. You know, he had a little Confederate thing on his helmet. You know, I'm from up north, so I'm not really familiar with all that on that level. That that's a normalcy. One normalcy. So he kept looking. I said, "This dude every day looking at me," and now I'm, I'm defensive. And he goes, "He goes, you are truly God's artwork." Wow. Floored me. Yeah. But I'm telling you, floored me. And he just. Because I'm thinking, okay, this is going down. He's coming near me, and I'm about to let him have. Like, right, right. <laughs> and he goes, you are he truly, you know, uphill mountain guy, you know what I mean? Um, right. And said, with a can of snuff in his mouth, <laughs> he said, you are truly God's artwork. And, and, and I know, was And bored. that's how we have to see ourselves. We are. Yes. It, it, it is unique. We, you know, every, and the thing about vitiligo, like I mentioned up there, you could put 20 of us in a room and everybody's going to look so different. All our patterns are different. They're not the same. You yeah, know, yeah. But they may look similar, but they're different. Every, and every it, single last one of us. We have different battles. Right. You know, Absolutely. Um, I, now, I'll be on 100% with you. I've seen Ben's old pictures and I've seen Ben's new pictures. Right. You know what I mean? Um, even though, and I know how he feels because I'm the same way, but even though there is a relief and when you see him from compared to what he had to go through before, right? you know, but he'll tell you, I'm quite sure, is I'm still that person that had the different, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm still, I'm still, because I have so, he had so long. Um, it is crazy. Um, I have friends that hated on me, you know, that I came up with, and I know they did. And I was always involved in, let's say I was a highly community type person, and I had a couple of hours. So I usually had an entourage. So one of my so-called friends, these girls ask us, wow, your skin looks so, you know, and I was really patchy then. Right. Your skin just seems different. And, and I didn't realize he was taking offense to me getting the attention. Right, right. And he goes, yeah, man, it's a shame you turn to Whitewood. And I turn around without even thinking. I said, well, I've never been on a winning team before, but I'll let you know how it goes. And everybody just fell out laughing, you know, and, and I didn't really laugh. Because I used to make my own jokes up before anybody could say anything. Yeah, I said, give me five on the black hair side. Oh, can't do that now, can I? <laughs> or I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm getting a true story. I'm sorry, true story. I'm driving. Got my cleaning crew in the van. About 3, 4 in the morning, going through a residential area. You know. Cop gets behind me. Two guys have a, um, uh, Mr. Wood, we got two warrants. We got warrants for child support. Because you know they're going to talk to everybody if they pull over. Right, right. I did like this. 
literally pulled my sleeve up, put my hand out, and just like this. Wow. The clock goes by, looks, they're like this, it goes by. He thought I was a white guy. I thought you were white, yep. My daughter calls me one day. Dad, I had an S, a, a S10. I had rims on it. She calls me. Dad, why? Who, who's driving your truck? I was like, what are you talking about? She said, one of your white employees driving your truck? I said, no, Nikki, that's me. Oh, Lord. Said, oh, my God. That dope. I saw you. And that's when I started, like, okay, how do I play this? I always have to find an angle, like yourself. Right. I need to find an angle on this. Um, how do I do this? Who am I representing now? I mean, I told all my life, act like you're some six when you go outside because, you know, you represent your people. Right. Go downtown, act a certain way, because you know if one black person act up, they're gonna play with. So yeah, basically, in my brain, I've been told you represent, and you better act accordingly. For for the first time, Mark, I didn't know who I represented. I had no team. That's right. why community is so important, because especially me, I was, I'm black, I'm proud. Saying no, I mean, I was that guy. I was an activist. I was stuff. And God told me, He said. Um, you're not responsible for being black, so why are you taking credit for it? Mm. Boom. It's gone now. Now what do you do? Right. You know, and literally, people will judge you by what they see, no matter how we think about it. Right. So Absolutely. since my real ego is really disappearing, I'm almost become what they call succession. What's it? When, when it's all gone? Oh, what oh man. I, I, don't I know it's four stages. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like with Ben. A lot comes with, not Ben, but... um. Terrell. Right. That's what a lot of people in the Lego community don't understand, which I know me and Terrell understand. I've had employees work for me for months because I had a hard hat on, I kept a scar on them up, and, you know, it's maybe clothing, whatever, thought I was white. Right, right. For three, four months, if they didn't verbally hear me talk. Right. I've got in, I've been in restaurants in certain places where they start talking to white people, start talking, not knowing I'm black. Like, I'm hearing things that we don't normally hear. Right, right. And I'm like, am I invisible? But I didn't realize they're not seeing what I thought I was told I was all my life. And that's what I understand. It. When they say such and such is skin deep, they have no idea. Right, right. Because it hurts to be off the team. It, it, it just does. And I... And, because I'd rather be seen as Vitiligo than seen as off the team. Right, right, absolutely. Okay, and that's leaving now. So now I'm going to a new phase. Right. That like dwells in. And you know what I've what I've observed, you know, being new to the community. I, I didn't come into the community to twenty nineteen. Oh wow. Um since nineteen ninety-six. At the convention I said nineteen ninety-nine, but I said I'm not gonna correct myself. I'm just gonna keep rolling. Nineteen ninety six. You're a professional um, <laughs> But it, wow. it is, but my vitiligo has stayed within my, my, like from my feet up. But I got like one little spot on my neck and around my mouth, but you can't well, see never my facial hair. I had a spot in my hair and I only knew it because the lady was cutting my hair one day. She said, um, what's wrong with your head? I said, what do you mean? She said, you got a white spot. I said, it just like this. She said, oh yeah. I said, it's vitiligo. It's all the same, but I didn't know it, but that's gone. So that spot's gone. But what it has done where it was, the, the hair is thinned out. So Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's where, yeah. Program. But but you know, it is I, I think our community is so caught up in, you know, the vitiligo on the face. It has to be spotchy. But if and I often say if you have a, a droplet of vitiligo, you still have it. And it yeah. could be different because tomorrow that droplet could be, you know, complete full blown. But why do we judge each other based on how much we have or don't have? You know, we're, we're all still in the same boat. You know, whether Terrell is completely depigmented or if he was 50% or 20%, that's still my brother. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, and right. Same thing like Alicia. I mean, they're all my, my sister, you know, so... I think we get so tied into how much or how little. I've had somebody call me out on my Facebook page because I was talking about vitiligo. And, um, and she was just like, well, do you even have vitiligo? 
And I'm sitting there going, well, first of all, if you're on my page, have you seen my pictures? Because I know you looked at all my pictures. I got on shorts and I was showing off the bit of LIGO, you know. But I think we 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 judge on sometimes how dark a person is and how much makes us human, makes yeah. us a perfect community, especially come from the African American, light skin, dark skin, school days community. Right. right. You know, these are I mean it makes us a community because if we were quote unquote necessary the majority, we would have that. We we're, we're both well grown with light skin, dark skin, curly hair, green eyes. Right, right. You know, he's the one that they want to have the girl want to take on to go out with. Because when I came up, I was caramel, but back when I came up, light skin, curly hair was in. If you wasn't light skin. You wasn't in. Do you know what I mean? And as I got older, that switched over. Right. So the brown skin was in. And, I, and then when it switched over, I ended up going to the back of the bus again because <laughs> I said, I can't get to win. You know what I <laughs> But I, I think that uh, coming from a, uh, a, and it's a victimized culture mm-hmm. uh, where, uh, Try to lower the head down and lower the gaze down was the way you saved your life. Right. For hundreds of years. You're not just going to change that uh, genetic, psychological, cognitive in a matter of, what, 152 years? Right. And that's just on paper? And let's be for real. It's I, don't, I, I, I can't even use the word free anymore because, you know, what happened with Trump and all them. So... I, I don't know, but I do say this. If a person with Vitiligo was leading the fight for good, bad, black, white, whatever, for righteousness, we would do such a better job because we now know there's another layer to being victimized. There's another layer. You know was there <laughs> that most don't know. And, and, and you know what's funny? Like my my big wake up call was going to a job interview, and um, I went to shake the lady's hand because you know I figured you know job interview. I'm gonna shake your hand, and she pulled away. I don't think she realized she did it, but and I'm like, oh, okay, she's she's not she's not ready for this. And um, it was teaching not the painting class. Yeah, right, right. Change because if you don't know, you think, oh my god, they have something. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I look, I'm gonna tell you a true story. I'm walking downtown with a female friend. These Israelite dudes is on the corner mm. talking that, right? right? And then I went and go to white men, and my foot pivot because he was talking about me. Right, my right. foot pivot back. The hood came out. Yo, what you say, man? And I started, to, and then I caught myself. I said he saw. What he saw, right? And he and he's preaching what he's preaching. So when I talked to him real nicely, he literally then then he went into this. Well, see, brother, you have leprosy. You know, I hate to say it, but yeah. you're cursed. I'm like, and yeah. I just said, you know what? And, and that's the thing. I, I was talking to one of the young gentlemen in our community, a young guy, and um, he feel he said that he's been told he's from another country. I'm not going to say his name, but and they have a totally different outlook, right? Man, he's been told he's cursed. Because you have vitiligo, you know, and and for our listeners, no, it's not leprosy. Leprosy was a contagious disease. Yeah, you have boils and everything else. No, we don't have all that mess, you know. Um, and but that's where I think the ignorance comes in when people are not doing the research. They don't know. And truthfully speaking, it's not up to them. Why right. would you research? And you're gonna research a diesel truck if you're never going to drive a diesel truck. So absolutely, it is. It, 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 it to me that type of I, I'm careful with my words because it's ignorance is such a, a bad word to say when they really just don't know. They just don't know. Okay. They gotcha. really just don't know. And, and and I even tell people that there's no such word as prejudice. People are like, what do you mean? Blah, blah. I said, Well, if somebody educated you that this dog bites and you've never seen a dog, never interact with the dog, but you know, and all of a sudden you come across that dog, you're gonna think he bites. Right, absolutely. So, when I see the white people say, oh, we don't want black people over here, I don't say you don't want a person over there. I say you don't want what you were told about the people over there, which right, that true. becomes ignorant because 
you 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 root for Michael Jordan, right? Six foot seven ball here, dark skin guy. But this six foot seven dark skin guy, you're fearful of. So that's why I call the word ignorance because you know you got conflict of interest in your thought pattern. You know, as long as somebody's doing a certain thing, you see them a different way, and then you see them over here. So that's what I call ignorance. But when I see somebody who never seen us before and go to shake your hand or go do something, right. they truly don't know. Mark, when I'm telling you, I never met someone with a Lego before until I met Aaron Woody. Look, literally I, never I, seen one soul of a Lego. No TV, wow. no nothing. Yeah. And what we're blessed is in other countries, in India, and people can correct me for wrong, but I know I'm not. I like to say that. They have to marry other people with a Lego. They oh, wow. can't marry another. That's what you see on Facebook. You see sympathy, um, empathy, whatever. You right. see the in, get married. You see they both have a Lego. Right. You think that's a coincidence? And, and, and you know, yeah, and and, I, and and even on that with relationships, because I was asked um, when I first joined the community, one of the ladies asked me, would you ever date somebody with vitiligo? And I said to her, why not? I said, if I if I meet this woman and I like her, we have something in common. I'm not talking about vitiligo. I'm just saying we have things in common beyond right. our skin. Yeah, I, I don't mind. But she said, I don't know if I would date a man with vitiligo. Well, like, well women, don't forget, women are not predatorial. Women are not uh, passed on of lineage. Uh, women think more so the pedestal they were put up on. And if they can't carry that pedestal, they feel like they got to change everything about them. So having someone with the Lego will really bring out what they think is a shortcoming because mm-hmm. they think outside. The you know, uh, well, how they say it: women live to love, men love to live. You know, we see things different than they do. Yeah. Totally, I, I, I. I would want a woman to want to date a man with a Lego. I, I would think it would be the best conversation. That's why you said Andre is having a, right, Andre. Couple, yes. a couple's thing. I'm in, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the, uh, the little basketball player, Booker, and say, look, can I borrow Winnie for a weekend, man? Because what was the Lego thing? But that has like, look at him, one of the number one players in the NBA. Right, right. Winnie Harlow, and she just got an argument with LeBron James the other day. You know that, right? right? I didn't know. That's about not that a bad one. one. He says he when he dunked and he was. She said something. He, it wasn't no. It was laughable. Right, right. But the fact when they mentioned them to, it was almost so they had equal status. Right, right, absolutely. He, I mean, and, and that's the thing, man. She, we, she's our Hank Aaron. I'm not Jackie Robinson. She's our Jack. I, but that's the thing. We want people to see us as people. We're people. Right. You know? and, that's what, and that's what it was. And she's on Jackie Robinson because you do know the story. She went on a thing. She had yeah. makeup on. Yeah. She already won. And when she got to the part, the thing with TV, she said, you know what? She made a conscious decision. I'm not putting nothing on. Right. You know how many little girls and women, not us, we're, no, men, men, let's be honest. Vogue Lego's tough to a certain point with us because we know we got money in a car and money. All that's out the window. Right, right. But a woman has, you know, they've been told since they were young what beauty was. They've been told what they were young was. So when she did that, I tell people all the time, she is the Jackie Robinson of the Lego because it let people say, because Michael didn't want it. He just didn't want it. I'm not here to say why. I'm not going to judge him on it. But it was she wanted it, and she took it, and you know that could have went either way. Absolutely, you're being you're, you're America's top model. This right. ain't chef. Right. This ain't soccer. <laughs> this is beauty, one thousand percent. And you come out there looking like what the heck? Right. And when, man, listen, people say like that model. Mm-hmm. I, at first, I didn't know. And when I found out, I said, I got to a point when I start working out, I said, I'm going to start advertising myself as, quote, unquote, Winnie's father. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's man. the beauty of it. Right. We, like you said, we're everything. Yeah, everything. We're, we're everything. And, you know and what I mean? That's should... why I thought, 
We yeah, got, you ain't have to be a thug. We got thugs too. <laughs> yeah, we got we got ball, man. And I said that on one of my podcasts. You know, we we do things just like everybody else. You got people that that engage in some illegal activities, and you got people that are upright and politicians, and you name it. I said we got people that curse, they fight. I mean, they're people. Just the skin are, is different. You know, we are, we are who we are. Once we get past uh, a lot of things, like I I don't like to use words. I'll use word. Um, I don't know how what word to use. I can't use. I feel sorry for. But when I do see what what, what happened with Two Tone growing up, trying to yeah. fit in, yeah. well, I'm gonna do all the illegal things because in my hood, you know, I need to let you know I'm normal. So he jumped in front of his. Right. He called himself Two Tone, which means he was smart, like like a guy was red or or, or freckles, whatever. You know, right. you get the black guy who has red hair or or red. What we call him, call him red. Right. So what is it getting out in front or somebody was real dark, call him black. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's up, black? And he be really black. I've never seen a light skinned dude called <laughs> black. I'm just I've never seen it. Now just to give that was my name at one time. What's up, blue? You wanna change uh, it? Yeah, let me think about that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna tell you a real good story. It's gonna blow your mind. The other day I'm at the VA hospital. This is gonna blow your mind. This is gonna blow all the listeners' mind. The optometrist was doing my thing. He's like I'm from India or something. And he literally, and I mean Barbados, he said this. When I told him I had a Lego and we was talking, he goes, So so you get to switch races now. Oh. Now, now now listen, he <laughs> was not being rude. He literally was like he his observation was, and it, when I thought about it, because my brain moved so quick, I was like, it's a good question. It's a good question. It, it because we are identified by how we look. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we really are. If you walk down the street, uh, it was my case, light skin, curly hair, glasses. Right, absolutely. Yep. You know, and when he saw me, his wife says, "Chris Ray says," and I said, "Of course, you know me, Mister Jokester." I said, "I tried, but I couldn't get the eight hundred credit score given to me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "So does it really count?" You know. Yeah. But that. And, uh, that, but I've been having Lego what since 11, 12 years now. But I've been out here since fifty nine years, and that was the most perplexed question that in my life wow. I've never heard it like that. And he was serious; it was no joke. Right. So, you, so, you, so you switch, you get to switch races now. He was not being mean. He because you gotta realize people from India, people from other countries, they're judged on their socialism. Right, right. You know, and, and, and you know, Brazil and all that, yeah, they go to color color code stuff, but those where he's from, it's a most of socialism of ladder, not based on color. So when he saw that turn white, I mean Sammy Sosa, I mean right, who did it to himself. You know, I I did a, 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 a I was on a panel with um about people bleaching their skins at one time and uh and, and dying from it. So they called me up and I went and spoke. And I said, you know, you got people who bleached their skin to be white. I didn't bleach my skin. I miss being brown. Right, right. I miss my brown. It's almost like a a, a lover have broke up with or or, or a a loved one had passed away. You know, that's how much I missed it. And and I still miss it to the day. Like, I got old pictures like, oh, wow. You know, but I don't want my skin color to come back. I, you know, you know, you know, because as you said, right. you know, we we can change back, which we didn't know, but it's starting to happen. Right. I've seen people do it. I don't want to change back. I don't want my brownness to come back. I would be highly upset. You know how hard I had to be my own muse, right? You know right. I'm at right now oh, man. to go back to normal people and not get all the attention, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it's funny, man. Uh, it made me think about um, a kid I, I interacted with. This is, yeah, man, this is probably about 20 years ago, maybe. And um, we were in the, in the school and in the classroom, and he came up to my desk and he kept looking at me, looking all weird. And I'm like, okay. He was, he was a unique child anyway. You know, he right. had the big spy kid watch on, and he, you know, oh, he, was, oh, yeah. he was in his own world. But he came up to my desk, and he looked kind of sneaky. And I was like, uh, "Can I help you?" He's like, "Yeah, um, 
I want you to know something. I said, what's that? He said, did you know you're black and white? I said, yeah, he was looking at my hands. He said, we're going to save the world. Cool. And walked back to his desk. Like, and to me, wow. he, he saw that a, a person that's black and white can make a difference. You know, that, that, and, that's and, and really, I started thinking that that's the go between. For so some of us, we walk between two worlds. Like you said, you're black, but when people see you, sometimes they think you're white. Yeah, you know. Yeah, me and my wife, we went to school. My ex-wife, she's dark skin. She would get fouled in the store, and I wouldn't. Mm. You know, because I would have my hat on and they didn't see my hair, and I walk, and and they would say, "Excuse me, sir, can we help you?" Or if I didn't have enough. And I need to change to pay for something else. Like, ah, I don't worry about it. Like the Eddie Murphy skit. Right. I literally got that more times than once. Wow. Like, I mean, one time I forgot my wallet in the car. I was like, oh, wow. And he goes, ah, don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? No. I've had a guy say to me, hey, I'm glad the blacks are in here right now. I can't keep an mm-hmm. eye on everybody. I literally, mm-hmm. and I'm still going, how do you, now how do you handle that? Right. Do you right. jump up and grab the, the, the red, black, and green flag? Well, the red, black, green flag wasn't there for me. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm, you know I, mean? I, I just sit there and say, hey, it happens sometimes, you know what I mean? And got right. my stuff and left out the store. So those are the positions that some of us can put in. Right, right, absolutely. And, and you know, it, it is a weird position, though, for some of us. Um, and I do think for for a minute, I thought about this weekend at, at, in Atlanta. And hanging out with Maria from Puerto Rico. And oh, I yeah. think we got treated differently. I think had we just not have vitiligo. I mean, people treated us very well, you know. Right. And I don't know, maybe it was just our personalities, just being out and, and just having a good time and being friendly, you know. But I, I, I do feel like some people treat people with vitiligo very well. You know, we hear the horror stories about, you know, vitiligo being discriminated upon. But there are times, like, I'll go to a restaurant and it's, hey, how are you? You know, hey, can I help? You know, they're very friendly, very nice, you know. So They're, they're, they're overreaching and overcompensating in a good way. Right, right, right. You know, in a good way. And I think that's rewarding because, I mean, come on, man. We heard the being black in America, being white in America for so long. Right. We literally, this 1%, we literally get to witness a change of human adaption and play a significant part of the preservation of how one perceives one on a note of, I probably won't see one of them again for a long time. Right, absolutely. <laughs> look, let's be, let's be honest. Look, I live right here in the city. We have at least six people I know at Vitiligo and I don't see them on a consistent basis. I can go months and never see Terrell or Katrina. Um, But we're just, we just, our our paths don't cross. So a lot of times I am the only person with Vitiligo. Yeah. All the time I am. Yeah. Like 1,000%. Unless unless me and Perry meet somewhere, which is very, 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 very rare, you know, um, because uh, he wasn't married at one time, he is now. So it's, it's you know, of course, it's a different lifestyle now. Right, absolutely. But um, um, one of the brothers, though, that sat down in front of me with the green jacket, I would see him in a cigar place, mm. but he looked at like Coach Dunbar. You know? Right. So I'm thinking, is Coach Dunbar in it? And but because of that, like, that old tough exterior, and yeah, I would see him. He'd be with his friend, man. And I was like, I, I want to say something to him, but I'm going to wait till he's away from his friends. I was telling right. him, well, I smoking cigars. And, and then before I looked, he was gone. So when I finally got to meet him, I saw him at the game, but he was he was down in front with a date. So so when he, when he came to the thing, he had the half green jacket on. And I think he stayed half, he came in after half, only said like maybe an hour. Oh. And I said, hey, man, I apologize because you do know, he said, yeah, cigar, yeah. We see each other, and we give us that, like, the only black dudes in the place. What's up? Right, right. Yeah, the only black guys at that job. You know, hey, was, like, we got something together. And I think it was cool that we just didn't jump out at each other. Right. And say, hey, what's up? I got it. Would you like to be? Too? Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't do none of that. It was a, he said, I want something. 
It was an acknowledgement, but you didn't have to. Yeah, we didn't go overboard in the code. Yeah, like, oh, look at them. And that's what I like because I think that as African Americans, we always think that people think we know each other. Right, absolutely. And and we we, we don't. Or why are you hanging out if you had a job and you're the only black guys there to the point to where you actually were forced a relationship with somebody you probably wouldn't even be in one with? Right. I mean, as far as, you know, male relationship, um, because it's expected. Right, absolutely. But let, let me ask you this, because we're going to get close to the end. Um, you had a speech for that you have prepared for the summit. Do you have it? Uh, do you have access to it? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. Matter of fact, I pulled it up. Can you still hear me? Oh, yeah, I can still hear you, bro. Okay. Um, okay, here so, you go. Uh, yeah, Please. I want you to give a chance, have a chance to read that speech on the air, because um, we didn't get a chance to get to you um, during the during the summit, but I think this is a great opportunity for the listeners to hear it, and it's going to go around the world. Okay, and I can say it now, even though you can't see me because it's on my phone. Yes, you can go ahead okay. and say it now. I'll throw it now. It's called psychological cardiac arrest, a scar that wasn't healing, a spot that was not coming to eclipse, color not filling in. At the tender age of 47, while most were paying attention to hair loss, stamina, and other aging concerns, I was alone in a psychological cardiac arrest. My color and skin were on a devastating collapse. I didn't know anyone who could hear my screams for help. I had no face. I had, I had no, no, no one else but to face truth alone. I had the Lego. From thoughts of suicide, cursing God, isolating myself from family and friends because I thought they would be embarrassed from seeing the face of a monster. As I laid in the ashes of heartache and despair, I started to find an advantage. I had a whole new human soul. An opportunity was being granted from God. Yes, I came to realize that my plight was perfectly placed upon me to be the messenger for those who cry in their dreams and scream when they struggle for looking different. We are living proof that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and God makes no mistakes. Today, many children and adults are affected by many afflictions. As a former silent sufferer, I have dedicated my life to using my experience to uplift, encourage, and inspire others who ponder in agony feelings of hopelessness and despair. Help me empower those who feel powerless through my Watch Me campaign, which is focused on me utilizing my most powerful resource, my voice, as I aspire to uplift the community of those battling with unforeseen circumstances that I feel my story and experiences can serve as an inspiration to help them to rise from the ashes of heartache and despair. I hope I'm back. Wow. Yeah. I, I wrote that in 50 seconds. Wow. I, I was doing a photo shoot and they called me up and I think Pharrell and I was on I'm on I'm in a magazine and called me and said, Hey, before the first shoot, we need we need something write something so we can put on your page. I said, like, What do you mean? And he um he said, Look, I, I need you to call me back in ten minutes with it. And all I know is I just thought about the pain I've been in and I just wrote it. That's what you do. Just write, man. Just wrote it. Look, when you are in that that headspace and you start writing, man, you, you can write such beautiful words and yes. and the way you express it. You know, I, I loved it, man. And I think somebody out there who's listening and I often say this, we don't know who we're reaching through this podcast or any other podcast, but when they hear it, it's going to resonate with somebody. Yeah. And they're going to be like, those are the words I needed to hear. And make them, you know, hopefully rethink some of their challenges with vitiligo and understand, you know, yes, we know you've been through some of the challenges. We know you, we all have those struggles, but there comes a time when you become triumphant over those struggles and you start to live. And I think that's where a majority of us want our membership to be is where you're living your life. Yeah. You know? Hence why I call this podcast "Living Life in Love" because they also talk about relationship stuff. But but that yeah. love that love is important because that's the self love, you know. That's right. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Because we talked a lot about that during the uh, summit. It's about loving yourself and self love because that's that's important, man. At the end of the um, day, that's what it boils down to. Absolutely. 
Well, Woody, I will let you say one more last thing to our listeners, some type of words of encouragement, then I'm going to wrap things up. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate it, but I'm going to honor your time and my time and the listeners' right, time. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I have a couple of Zoom calls too. So, But no, what I would say to the community and to those out there is you have to, it's called self-esteem for a reason. The prefix of self is important. Without the self, there is no esteem. You know what I mean? You have to recreate, create whatever it is in your in your world to better yourself. And normally, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. You have to become uncommon amongst the uncommon. Or what happens is you're going to allow other people to start to you. And if you do that, 500 people in the room, only one opinion counts. That's Absolutely. it. Thank you. Absolutely. Man, I greatly appreciate that. For our listeners, we thank you for listening in. My guest today has been Aaron Woody, and we appreciate everything you have shared with us, and I look forward to um, having more conversation with with you in a, uh, at a future date, maybe working together in the future. So I greatly appreciate it, man. Thanks. For, thank you. Appreciate right. being here. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's been an honor. For our listeners, you have been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yo, take care. Remember to love someone whether it's your family member, whether it's your friend, maybe it's your enemy, but most of all, love yourself. You have a blessed day. You have been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on Facebook. This podcast is sponsored by My Vitiligo Team.